Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Miserec. And today, we're starting a little bit of a new series here on the podcast. Hopefully a little bit of a shorter one than our uh, news episodes, I guess. A little bit longer than the interviews here, though. Ethan brought this great idea up to me that, you know, there's some championship teams that you wonder, how do they fare against, you know, an old championship team that's really good? Or how do some of the older championship teams, for example, the 1972 undefeated Dolphins that we are doing today, fare against some of the more recent, you know, championship teams? So, like I said, that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking the 1972 Dolphins, the undefeated team that went on to win the Super Bowl, the only team in the whole entire NFL history to do the, to do that. And we are using what if sports. Um, we used it probably what two and a half years ago, Ethan, right? Yeah. If you guys remember the, uh, the multiple episode March madness simulation, which that was a, that was probably the longest time we've ever recorded an episode. Um, yeah. We use that engine for that. That's right. It would have been the COVID tournament when it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, we're using that, um, today for the Dolphins one, I put together the, t- the last 10 Super Bowl champs, the whole way from 22, uh, chiefs that just won this past year in the 22, 23 season down to the 20, uh, 2013, 2014 Seahawks, um, where Russell Wilson won the uh, Super Bowl seven times each. Um, it's not like a best of seven series. I actually have seven games, regardless of how the series went. And um, we're going to kind of give some thoughts into what the simulation is, thoughts into where we think the actual matchup would have gone, and just uh, you know talk about what we think would have happened if the 72 Dolphins would have gone up against this, you know, Chiefs team or the Rams team from last year or, you know, the Malcolm Butler ceiling interception Patriots from the 2014, 2015 or yeah, 2014, 2015 season. Um, But without further ado, I say we get into this. I know we're looking at our spreadsheet right now. Um, the first series, we want to start with the 2013-2014 Seahawks, or we want to go for most recent? Uh, let's go for most recent. And just to clear up, I don't know if JR said this or not, but we so we ran these simulations beforehand, so that way we're not taking a two-hour podcast here and, you know, just like scrapping results. So we just made it a little quicker, so just to clear that up. Yeah, I mean, this this spreadsheet just alone for the 72 Dolphins took me about two hours um just with all the calculations to make it look a little fun and make us understand where the simulation really thought it was going um so yeah you, you guys everyone listening is probably a little happy that i did so and that, that's what we're going to be doing here but uh the 72 dolphins up against the chiefs this year obviously the chiefs you know they beat the eagles in comeback fashion Series was pretty close. Um, the first game was 14-19, 21-23. Those are two losses there for the Dolphins. They started out struggling on the sim. Came back with two wins, 23-13, 24-17. So it's 2-2, 21-26, they lose. And then they go on to win the series 4-3 with two straight wins, 31-12, 24-14. So obviously it's said a 4-3 win um, in the series. And then I averaged the scores. So on average, the Dolphins scored 22.57 points. 
and the opponent, the Chiefs, scored 17.71. So they won that on average as well as the series. Um, I'm not too surprised. It is the 72 Dolphins. You know, they did go undefeated for a reason. Um, but football is different now. It's, it's what, 50 years since? Yes, 50 years, yeah, yeah. So – I mean, Ethan, what what are your thoughts? You know, who who do you who on what team do you expect to do good? Did you expect the Dolphins to get the win? Um, did you expect more points? Talk to me about what you think about this series. You know, I'm I'm not too familiar with the 1972 Dolphins team, but I definitely did expect more points, especially on the Chiefs end. You know, they only scored over 20 points twice out of seven games, which for a Patrick Mahomes led team, Andy Reid, offensive minded coach, that's not ideal. So it was good, good, good. Obviously, very good defense by the Dolphins in this series. And you know, hey, we we just saw the Chiefs win the Super Bowl um, against the Eagles, and you know, they had a high powered offense, but they couldn't get it done against the uh, the seventy two Dolphins. Yeah, you know, that's something that I thought about as well. And I actually have the statistics here for the whole entire, you know. 10 Super Bowls, they only scored 28 points 11 times. You know, the, the, the Dolphins offense in this whole entire sim of 70 games only scored, you know, 70 points 11 of 70 times, which is um, it's about 16%. So, you know, it, it really wasn't the offense for the Dolphins. Um, and when you look at the roster, you can kind of see that. You know, they have Larry Zonka. If you're a fan of MMG, uh, Wheel of Mutt, oh, you yeah. know about Larry Zonka. But, you know, I, I'm not too terribly surprised that it was close. I kind of expected a lot of these to be close, and a lot of them were. Um, as we get towards the later stages, those last five, there are two that were not even close at all. Um but, yeah, I'm not too terribly surprised outside of the fact that the Chiefs didn't score more points. I mean, that's just, I guess, a testament to how good the Dolphins are. Um, like I said, I also did holding opponents to under 10 points per game. They did that 12 times. So, you know, about 19% of the time they held their opponents to under 10 points throughout these 70 games. But, yeah, I mean, I could see it going another way. I honestly probably would have picked the Chiefs. Ethan, would you agree? Yeah, you know, I would I would have probably taken the Chiefs. I think I think I would have taken the Chiefs four to three. So well, it it, it was that final game where they won 24-14 that sealed it for them out of the seven. So yeah, I mean it was up it was up for grabs, definitely for sure. Anyone could have won it. Yeah, and then you know, moving on to the 2021 Rams, this is one of the series that it kind of got away from the more recent champ in the Rams. You know, the series ended up being 5-2. I'm not going to run through the scores of every single game just because, you know, I don't want to take too much time. But game one was 42-20, to Dolphins win. So, you know, we commented on the semi-small scores. Um Dolphins went on to put up 42 points on a Rams defense that was, you know, pretty good at the time that they won the Super Bowl. Um, so they ended up winning 5-2. They won the first four, lost game five, won game six, 
lost game seven. Game seven, a little glaring, only put up three points. Um, I guess it happens. Luckily, they already had this. They already had the series wrapped up pretty much, so there really wasn't. But that is a that's kind of like, I mean, because the Dolphins won some games by double digits, sure, but that's kind of the glaring thing where the Dolphins only scored three points and they got blown out by the Rams. But yeah, kind of looking at this series, you know, I mean, I'm not too surprised that the Dolphins were able to um, easily take care of the Rams. You know, I think Rams always had a great Super Bowl year. Um, um, obviously beating the Bengals that year, but they're probably not one of the most dominant Super Bowl teams we've ever seen. So I, I expected them to be a little more vulnerable against the 72 Dolphins. Yeah. And I mean, the Rams really did, I guess not, not the chiefs really, but the Rams didn't dominate that Super Bowl in any fashion. Obviously Cooper cup, the guy who did the triple crown that year, he was a big part of why the Rams ended up Super Bowl champs, but you know, they were, they were, a pretty good team, but like I said, it's the undefeated Dolphins. They went undefeated, won the Super Bowl for a reason. Um, and you know, you you bring up that that close game score. You know, game two was by ten, three was by six, four was by four, five was by six, and then game game six was by twelve. But outside of the first two games, you know, all those games were fairly fairly close games. Nothing, nothing outside of blowouts in those middle five. Uh, average wise, obviously they won five two in the series. The Dolphins scored twenty two point four three points, so that's right on line with what they did in Chiefs series. Um, that's about the last time they scored right on line with what they did before, though. And the Rams' offense actually performed better than the Chiefs, scoring nineteen point two nine. Obviously, that 22 is bigger than 19, so the, the Dolphins pull off the average win there as well as the series. But um, care to comment on the Chiefs scoring more points against the Dolphins than the Rams, or vice versa, the Rams scoring more than the Chiefs? Yeah, you know, it's it's quite interesting that, um, you know, we mentioned that the Rams are the most dominant Super Bowl team, but I guess just throughout that series with everyone healthy, you know, Remember, remember, they had Cooper Cup and they had Odo Beckham Jr. as their two-star wideouts there before Odo got hurt in the Super Bowl. Had he still been in, maybe they score a little more in the Super Bowl, maybe make it a little more of a not I won't say blowout, but maybe a little more of like a maybe a 10-point game or something like that. So I think fully healthy. I think the Rams offense was was obviously very good. And you know, that showed there scoring almost two more points a game than the Chiefs did against the Dolphins. Yeah, and, you know, one thing that I'm just now remembering, I forgot to mention at the beginning, each of these games are played at a neutral site under the same conditions. In what if sports, you know, you can choose the site, you can choose to be the, believe the temperature and the weather. Um, just for fun, I put them in the Yale Bowl uh, just because it was the most, you know, random stadium that's recognizable that I could think of. Uh, so they played up in Yale University's home field. Uh, all 70 games I had them there. So no home field advantage, no weather differences, nothing like that. Uh, pretty, pretty standard uh, variables that, you know, stayed pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. 20, 20 bucks, Tom Brady's last Super Bowl as an NFL player. Um, 
The first one, the Dolphins actually lost. Again, it was a close series, as I mentioned. I kind of expected it, right? You know, I, I think you would the same. Yeah. Close yeah, scores. Sure. Right? Close scores, I would say. Um, yeah, you know, they they so they lost a series four to three to the Buccaneers. Um so the the Dolphins won the first. The third, the fourth, and the last game, and then the Bucks won all the games in between. And you know the Bucks obviously, um, they demolished the Chiefs in that Super Bowl. They had a really good team. Um, you know Tom Brady, obviously, um, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. They had a star-studded offense, star-studded offensive line. So I'm not really shocked here that the Bucks, you know, pulled it out. And you know, looking at the scores here, with the exception of a game where they scored 19 and a game where they scored seven, they scored 20 points or more in every game. Yeah. That, that Bucks offense was certainly clicking and you can see that by the average. Um, it was actually the highest point scored against this Dolphins defense that, you know, held his opponents under 20 in the simulations with the chiefs and Rams. The, uh, the Bucks scored 25.43 points on average and actually held the um the Dolphins to 19.71, which crazily enough is not the lowest and it's not even close. Yeah, uh, but we'll get it. We'll, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to some of them and some of them are gonna be pretty shocking. Yeah, especially like I mentioned, those last like four, it's kind of wild thinking, you know, such a difference between the champions of now and the champions of you know, just a couple of years ago and how they stack up in this this simulation. Um I am a little shocked that, you know, they let up 30-plus points three times, and then in Game 7 just casually only let up seven. I think that's a little bit interesting, maybe an outlier there in the data. Yeah, it could be. Well, that's, um, why, that's why it's good we did seven games, because, like, if you only do one game, like, there could be a blowout. And then if you – and then if, had you not simulated the rest of the games, you could just think, oh, they would have blown them out. If you simulate seven games, you kind of get more of an accurate reading. I mean, I think the more games you do, the better the data sets. That's why we chose to do seven games, or JR chose to do seven games for this sample. Yeah. Um, you know, I just wanted to compile a bunch of data, really. Um, I'm a big numbers guy. I love stats. So the simulation is based on stats, and then I threw my own stats based on the simulation in. I'm just kind of looking at it. I'm not too surprised. This Bucks team is good. When you look back on it and think about how many players are, you know, some of the best, like you mentioned, that offensive line was great. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Leonard Fournette was unreal in those playoffs. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, you, you got a star-studded defense of young guys. Devin White, Antoine Winfield had that, um, you know, I guess you could say, I don't know. I don't know the word. What would you say about his celebration where he hit the little peace sign on uh, on Tyreek Hill? Oh, Antoine Brooks. Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield, not Antoine Brooks. Excuse me. Um, I mean, I guess yeah, you. Everyone knows Tyreek Hill can be a little bit of a. I don't know what the word. He can just. He likes to celebrate a lot, and you know, I think earlier in the season when they played each other, he gave the peace sign to Antoine Winfield. 
um, when they played each other. So that was a little kind of a wrench thing. I didn't, I didn't really mind it all that much, you know, but. Would you call it memorable? I would. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a meme all over the place now. All right. The Chiefs, the first time. Patrick Mahomes, MVP number one, Super Bowl number one for the uh, arguable GOAT of right now. Um, they did it in four. Um, four to three, the Dolphins won. So, again, it's a close series. Um, the Dolphins come out on top, so that puts them three to one, um, all within, you know, four to three outside of that Rams series. One thing I noticed here, you know, the offense really clicked against that Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Remind me if I'm wrong, Ethan, but, you know, the Chiefs defense wasn't necessarily noted, like, notable that year. It wasn't one of the big concerns that their defense wasn't great, and it was just how high-powered their offense was. Yeah, they kind of, like, that was – they were trying to, like, shoot people out of the gym, essentially. Like, they were just trying to outgun you on offense. Like, and that, that was their whole plan, you know, and their defense. I remember that. I remember that year. Their defense just was never ideal. And so it doesn't shock me. I mean, the Dolphins score 20 points or more in every game, win or lose, in this seven-game series. And that hasn't happened. I mean, this is – I correct me if I'm wrong, Jared. This is their highest points score average uh, of this – oh, no, it's not. It's the second. It's the second highest. The next one, you know, that we go over the Patriots is a little bit higher, but – you know, they, they did score 26 points, which is four points. It, it's a little under four points better than their third highest. So, yeah, this is one of the outlier uh, points per game data, you know, points that we look at over, you know, the, the, these 10 series. So they definitely had their offense clicked, and I think that's partially in, um you know, in respect to the fact that the Chiefs defense just wasn't amazing this year. Obviously, good enough to win a Super Bowl, um, but it wasn't star-studded. I think this year's defense, the Chiefs had was a little bit better. So, you know, same same result, four three, but saw a little bit different there. You know, Chiefs scored more points, you know, that that this time in twenty nineteen, um, but so did the Dolphins, and so it ended up being a four three win, as well as a win on the averages. So. You know, I think that's one thing to point out, Ethan, is that not only are they winning these series, but every series that they win, they've also won on average through the first four. Um, just a little fun fact to point out there about, you know, what what's going on with the, the team averages that I'm going at. And then uh, I guess that takes us now to the, uh, the fifth one, right? In the middle of the road, the 2018-2019 Patriots. The last time Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Um, this one was interesting, I think. You know, there were times in the simulation where the offense was clicking for the Dolphins. There are times where it wasn't. And there were times where the defense wasn't clicking for the Dolphins. And, I, you know, there's only really one game that I would say it clicked for the Dolphins on defense. And that's, you know, this game two right here where they put up 52, 52 points. You know, we're seeing it. We're going to continue to see that this Dolphins offense wasn't ridiculous, and they put up 52 points on this Patriots team. I think it's a little wild. Yeah, and, you know, if you remember this Patriots, um, they were playing the Rams in the Super Bowl. That game was a defensive showdown. 
like people are complaining. I mean, I like good defensive battles myself, but like a lot of people are complaining like how there's no offense in this game. But it's just interesting because, hey, how many, how many, what was the averages for the Patriots in this one? Um, I know the offense scored a little under 31 points um, for the, the the Dolphins, 25. So I guess that puts you at third yeah. best. So, you know, the Pats offense actually did something that they really didn't do during the Super Bowl. You know, that's a good point that you bring up there, that it was a defensive battle when, you know, those team teams met in the actual 2018-2019 Super Bowl. Yeah, and, you know, just looking at these scores here, I mean, the Dolphins had one game where they scored 16. Other than that, they scored over 20. This was their high-scoring series by by a pretty wide margin, I would say. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at over four points, almost five. So, you know, you're looking at just a little under a touchdown there that they outscored all of these other teams. Yeah, so this is a, this is a good series, you know. That 2018 Patriots team wasn't great. I, I don't I don't think their defense was exactly based on these results, too. It wasn't exactly on par either. But they well, are- yeah. I, I would argue that's kind of what shocks me because you know the, the the Patriots defense showed up in the Super Bowl. That's true. And the fact that they didn't in the sim with numbers, you know, obviously I don't remember the exact numbers for the Patriots throughout the regular season. And obviously that's what this, you know, takes into account. But I, I am a little bit in shock that the the Ram, or the Dolphins, you know, did what the Rams couldn't do and scored a bunch of points on this Patriots defense in a quote-unquote Super Bowl matchup of Super Bowl champs. I would agree. So, you know, like we said, that takes us through halfway. Each series has been, you know, decided by one game minus the Rams where it was two. Um, and right now it's, you know, it's a, it's a 4-1. For the Dolphins, they, they've won four series out of five. You know, you, you kind of expect that, I think, when you're talking about arguably the most win, the best winning team ever, best win percentage. You know, they, they, they've they won what now? You know, 20 games out of 50? Or is that right? No, 20 games out of uh, 35. Yeah. Um. Twenty games out of thirty-five. What is that, Ethan? That's like four that's, out of seven. So that's like uh, nearly sixty percent. Yeah, that's like it's like yeah, it's a little or that's closer to seventy, isn't it? Four out of seven. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Right. That's got to be closer to seventy percent. Maybe like sixty-eight. 57. Yeah, four. Yeah, I just looked it up. Four out of seven is fifty-seven. All right, yeah, yeah, man, for claiming to be good at numbers, we're we're really we really struggle with that one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was thinking five out of seven. That's that's my bad. Um, but yeah, so you know that that's how it is. Again, the same thing. The averages, every series win has also been an average win. Um, but I'm sure Ethan, you're looking at the spreadsheet right now and. We'll yeah. get into it. That does not stay true here for too long. Eagles fans, your one Super Bowl, 2017-2018. Um, this is where the tides kind of turn for that Dolphins team. Um, 
didn't do too amazing. Didn't do too great, really. But they but, still they still pulled it out. Yeah, they did still pull it out. But it was ugly. It's kind of interesting to look at, you know, especially if you compare it to that last series against the Patriots. The most points this Dolphins team scored was 25. The least amount of points this Dolphins team scored against the Patriots was 16. But the least amount of points scored against the Patriots team and the second least amount are the only two amounts of points scored that are lower than the most points scored against this Eagles defense. Um, you know, it, it was another four three. Um, again, I, I think that that number, you know, it, it kind of sucks that it's so consistent, but at the same time, I think that's what we should expect out of you know two Super Bowl champs going head to head, right? Right. Um, the defense kind of showed out in the first two games, holding them to ten points combined there, while scoring you know thirty five, and then it was kind of smooth sailing from there for the uh. For the Dolphins, it was a pretty even series, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Not too surprised. And a lot of close games, you know, after that game. Um, they they won six to sixteen, they lost six to sixteen and then lost thirty to fifteen, but then they win seventeen to fifteen and twenty-five to nineteen to, to wrap the series up. So it was a it was a hard that was a hard fought series. And you know, the Eagles were fighting all year, you know. If you remember, that was when they lost Carson Wentz when he was having an MVP caliber season. Man, where did that? Where did the time go after that? But um, and then Nick Foles came in. They just fought every game, and that's what they showed here. They they showed up ready to fight, and that's what they did. They couldn't pull it out against the undefeated champions, but that's uh that's what happened. Yeah, I wasn't too big of a fan of this Eagles team, but that might be my uh hatred of the Eagles speaking. Um, just looking at it, you know, you talk about how close the series is, Ethan. Look at the averages. You know, the Dolphins only scored 15 points. The Eagles scored 15.43. And that's what I'm talking about when I say that the uh, the trend ends here. The Dolphins picked up the win on, you know, series-wise, 4-3. to three, But average-wise, the Eagles actually scored better in those seven simulations. So that's where I pose this question to you, Ethan. You know, I'll give my opinion after, but... What do you value more, the seven, the seven game series winning four three, or the average score? Well, it depends. So, I actually, I in my opinion, I value the average score more because, because you can, you can play forty games, a hundred games, a thousand games, and most of the time, if you're if your opponent scoring more than you, you're going to lose a series. Now I would be curious if, if we maybe added three more games to that series and went to 10, if the Dolphins still would have came out on top, I would have been very curious if that score on average would have changed, but that is a serious outlier where the Dolphins win the series, but they score less points. Yeah. I mean, it's the only time it happens throughout the whole entire sim. And, you know, I think that's a little bit of a testament. I don't, I don't think you ever have the, like, can't happen right if the series or the you know the averages aren't close right like you you wouldn't have the dolphins win four out of three games but have the averages be like dolphins 12 equals 22 right i don't think that could happen i guess the only thing is it's like the eagles win by 61 game and then like like as a serious outlier like 
like that Patriots game, I think where it was like 52 to 13 or something. And then, then, you know, they, they maybe lose all the rest in close margins or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but, you know, going back to the question that I posed to you, um, and then, you know, answering that, I agree. I think the average score means a little bit more. Um, I don't think you can necessarily say that if you doubled the amount of games that the Dolphins would win eight and the Eagles would win six. <laughs> but I think it's easier to say that if you doubled the amount of games, that average is going to come, you know, pretty close to that 15.4 as well as that 15 for the Dolphins. I think that, you know, statistically just makes a little more sense to me that, you know, the, the average means just a little bit more. We're getting into the one one of two series that it wasn't even close. You know, it, it was a blowout series-wise from game one. We're looking at a six-game losing streak, losing games one through six for the, uh, the Dolphins, and in doing so, scoring 10 points or less four times, yeah. more than half. Indeed, yes, against the – the comeback Patriots, the 28 to three game. This was that team. And yeah, just look at these stats. Some fairly close games, you know, the first two games, um, the Dolphins lost seven to 13 and then lost 24 to 25. So the, the Dolphins definitely had some opportunities to win. I mean, three of those games they lost were within a touchdown. So they definitely had some opportunities to, um, to pull if they win, and if they maybe win those three, they win the series four to three. So definitely, Definitely some close losses there, but still that's a little, it's a little bit shocking after winning all those series going, I think five and one. And now they, they get blown out here. They take a huge L in this one. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I was a little shocked, especially because, you know, you mentioned the comeback, Ethan. I don't necessarily think these Patriots were amazing, right? Granted, I don't necessarily know if any Patriots team was unbelievably great name wise on the paper, you know. Yeah. They they did it with a lot of guys that weren't huge names. Like you think of Julian Edelman, outside yeah. of the fact that he's a Super Bowl champ, multiple times Super Bowl champ, you know, do you, do do people really know his name? That's true. Fair point. So, you know, I I'm I am a little shocked that this um this Dolphins team really struggled against this Patriots defense. Um, and that, that win in game seven was not convincing at all. Three points. You know, th this easily could have been 0 and 7. So hey, the, the numbers like 2016, 2017 Patriots a lot. And I don't know if I necessarily necessarily disagree. I don't know if I necessarily agree, though. I, I would have pictured a little bit closer, you know. Maybe five two in favor of the Patriots, but that four three number is so easy to lie back on just because it's so, you know, it's it's pretty even, right? Um, I guess one one last thing before I move on to the Broncos, um, a team that has not had a championship, um, in these first seven that we've mentioned, the averages. I think this is maybe the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, this is the first time I believe that a touchdown separates yeah, the two averages. Right, because the um the Bucks series it was a little under six. This one it is 
a little under oh. eight, so over a little over a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, this is this is really the the standalone series that we've gone over so far that is such a big difference in scoring. Um, there's really only there's there's one that I kind of can't wait to talk about. It's uh, you know coming up here in the next last three. That is just an unbelievable you know statistical difference. But the Patriots kind of dominated these Dolphins, yeah. and I am a little bit shocked. Yeah. Broncos. Yes. We're talking about we're talking about the uh, Broncos Panthers series here, right? Yes, the Broncos Panthers Super Bowl Fifty. Peyton Manning's last game. If you remember, that was an ugly game too. Um, Peyton Manning admits that he his defense carried him to that Super Bowl win. And um, you know we're looking at the uh, the scores here. The the Broncos win the series four to three, which is kind of back to getting what we're used to a little more of a close like uh, last game could kind of sway anyway type type of series. And before we get into the like the um the scores and stuff, I'll look at the um average score. So the the Broncos outscored the Dolphins by nearly four points in this one. So obviously that defense again, um, Dolphins only scored thirteen point four three points per game. The Broncos defense held strong there. Yeah, I mean it was kind of a perfect thing that you mentioned the Peyton Manning quote talking about his defense carrying him because once again it kind of did that in the uh, you know the average score. They scored under three touchdowns a game, but they held the Dolphins to under two. So, you know, that, that defense really got things done. And, you know, that was that was Von Miller's um, MVP, Super Bowl MVP season, wasn't it? I think it was, yes. So, you know, I think that, that goes right in line with it. You know, that they they held the, the Dolphins to under 10 points here three times. I think the very glaring thing, though, is – there were only two shutouts in the whole entire series. The first of which is here, game four. And it's not the Broncos. Yeah, the Dolphins went 24 to nothing. That's kind of an outlier there for sure. Yeah, I mean, especially when, you know, we're talking so big about this Broncos defense, a guy winning Super Bowl MVP on that team, you know, where we're saying that, hey, the Broncos defense carried them. And then they go out and put, you know, let them score over three touchdowns, and the offense doesn't do anything. I mean, we're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback here. That might be the biggest shock to me. The whole entire simulation. That could be, yeah. That did that just the fact that that was such an outlier, and the Broncos still managed to win the series. Yeah, I mean they they got shut out and won the series both on average and on series wise. Yep. Getting to the end here, we have two the more. third and final of Tom Brady's Super Bowls. Um, 2014-2015 Pats. I'm going to be 100% honest. Don't quite remember. This is the first team that I don't quite remember winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, this. Yeah, you do. What year was this? This was the Malcolm Butler pick. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Because what? So you have the Chiefs this year, the Rams last year, so those are pretty fresh. You have Tom Brady's COVID first year. after switching. You have Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, coming of age Super Bowl, I guess, where he kind of ascends into the greatest of all time. What was this Patriots one? The comeback? No, the no. Rams. Oh, I guess I misspoke then. That was the fourth Tom Brady Super Bowl. 
This is the Rams. This is the defensive battle. You have the Philly special. Yeah, the 28-3 comeback. You have the, you know, I I remember the uh, the strip sack that started this whole entire game, the Broncos series, right? Yeah. Wasn't that a strip safety? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was and then you have yeah, the Malcolm Butler pick, and then we'll get on to Russell Wilson's early Super Bowl here after this. But um this this is probably the most inconsistent series, especially on the offensive side for the Patriots. Right. Yeah, because they so the Patriots win the series four to three. Um, and obviously, like you said, very consistent. So I'll run through the scores here. The Patriots score six. Then they have three games in a row where they score 38, 34, and 39. And then they don't get above 20 in the last three games. So very, very inconsistent. Actually, to be quite honestly, the Dolphins' offense was fairly consistent throughout this whole series. Would you agree? I would completely agree. I mean, the spread was 10 points between all seven games. Um, you look at the average, it's about 19.71. So I'm going to take it to you here. Um, I'm not going to do the calculation, but I'm actually, you know, this, this is some math for you, Ethan. If you remember back in high school, standard deviation. Ah, uh, yes. Good old SD. Um, it's pretty close here, you know. Yeah. It, it's a, It's not a huge number. There's not much deviation here between these. Dolphins offense, but man, that that defense struggled. And I think we kind of you know talked about how good the defense was against those first couple teams, the the Chiefs and the Rams that have such high-powered offenses. And they didn't show up against this Patriots team that were they that good that like offensively? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't, frankly, they were just they were as good as they usually were, right? Yeah, it's it's a normal. I was going to say team. so interestingly. So this is my so they lose all the three. The Dolphins lose the three games where they score um thirty plus. There is the game that decides the series is game six, where the Dolphins lose sixteen to fourteen. All the other games they won um with the Patriots scoring under twenty, but with the Patriots scoring sixteen, they couldn't pull it out, and that's what gave the Patriots a series there, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. You know, that, that is a little bit of a uh, difference in how the uh, the the Dolphins played in their losses. And, you know, it's, it's another close series, 3-4, and, of course, decided, decided by a close game. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this, this might be my favorite series to talk about. Because yeah. it's just unbelievably wild looking at these numbers. Um, I don't think there's a normal number in a single one of these columns. For sure, no. So, yeah, we'll, I'll let Jared talk about it in a second. I'll just give you the rundown of what happened. So this was the Seahawks, the Legion of Boom. And for the first time, we have a sweep, a complete sweep. The Seahawks winning all seven games. And I'll let Jared talk about the average score and stuff, but man, this is it. Whenever I first saw this, I was completely shocked. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I ran this, and this is coming up on like the minute 45 mark, right? So I was getting pretty tired. It was late at night. And game after game, Dolphins just lose. And I'm not talking they just lose. I'm talking – they put up under 10 points five of seven games. 
um, including a shutout. But I say that all of the numbers are weird, right? Yeah. I don't know what's more weird. The fact that they put up a shutout against these Dolphins or the fact that the game was 3-0. to zero. Yeah, they the Seahawks won a game three to zero, the most defensive, stouty, the most defensive Super Bowl of all time. But the Seahawks won the game by kicking a field goal. When you simulate that, did you notice if it was like a final second win or whatever? I did not check the play by play, but I don't believe it was like a game winning field goal. I think so it was just like so they just scored a random field goal right in the middle of it, and that was it. Yeah, I mean. Hey, you know, power to the Seahawks, but you bring up the Legion of Boom. They did their thing this simulation series. You know, the, the numbers worked in their favor, and you can see it zero, six, six, seven, nine, and then 20 and 21. You know, a little bit of outliers there, but those weren't even good enough. You know, the 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 uh the Seahawks put up 22 in the 22 20 win, they put up 33 in the 33 21 win. So 0 and 7 for the first time. Someone sweeps in the what I the what if series. Um, I'm sure we won't never see it again, but uh, just a little oddity there. A little then, spoiler. Um, in our next part, um, there might be a sweep or two in there. I don't know. Maybe. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm sure. But uh, you know, a couple a couple final thoughts here, Ethan. First off, 9.86 points. Couldn't even score over 10 points. <laughs> Not even over 10 points. The Dolphins, you know, just couldn't do it. Do you think that that Seahawks team is really that much better than the Dolphins? I, yeah, because it's it's quite interesting because the offense only put up 21.29, and there's a couple instances where the Dolphins, like there's two instances where the Dolphins win, where a team scores 25 or more points a game and they couldn't, they couldn't even come close when a team was scoring 21 points a game. So I just think that defense just owned that Miami Dolphins offense, that whole series. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to look back into it here, you know, there aren't a huge number of notable names other than Larry Zonka on that Dolphins offense. And uh, one thing that I noticed is that the quarterback play, you know, they, they simulate stats as well. They give you, like, you know, simulated stats for what they think would happen. Quarterback play was pretty bad from the Dolphins. You know, they, they had their backup in a number of times. So just, a, just an interesting little tidbit there. Uh, overall, 31 and 39 is what the Dolphins. So they actually lost a significant more amount of games than they won yeah, against that's, the Super Bowl champs. That's Seahawks. 0-7 kind of screwed them there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it was 31-32 to 32 at that point. It, it was really, really close, even with the 1-6 to six loss to the Patriots. And, you know, that, that the winning percentage is about 44.3 there. So 6% off of uh, 500 averages. They were 4-6 and six in the average battle. Like I said, there was that one time where they, you know, they won the series but lost the average battle. Otherwise, it's 5-5, five, five, you know, series and average-wise. That's kind of what I expect, a 5-5, five, five, you know, two Super Bowl champions going against each other. You know, you kind of expect it to be fairly close. I mean, I know those last couple series were, weren't exactly the closest, but, 
yeah, five and five. That seems it seems pretty normal to me. I think that was that was that was normal. Um, I think the only other thing I want to mention, you know, we talked about the defense held the Dolphins defense held Super Bowl champs nine times under 10 points, but they are held under 10 points 12 times. So, you know, I think the Dolphins offense came up there a little bit. Flat. I think the one thing I want to do just check, you know, overall, what was this average? Um, you know, scoring wise, you want to talk about what did they do throughout all 70 games average wise? Um, just running it here real quick. Yeah, I'll talk about so while Jared's running that. So the Dolphins offense averaged 19.32 points a game. So they didn't even average 20 points a game, which I think is very shocking. And then the defensive numbers, um, the defense actually averaged 21. 0.06 points a game which i thought so overall they they lost in the average battle yeah i mean that 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 is that i think that's probably one of the more interesting things is that they lost by what just under two points average wise so yeah, yeah. close but I guess you could argue that two points is equivalent to seven losses. Maybe. I guess, maybe. I don't know. I think I think one last question here before we wrap this one up. Um what do you think? Final thoughts, you know, is this Dolphins team not as good as these Super Bowl champs? Is is the Dolphins team better than this simulation led on? Well, what, what do you think, Ethan? Yeah, you know. I think this one exactly is how I predicted it to go. I was expecting for this one to be kind of close in between four and six, and it was right in the middle of five. Um, in today's NFL, I don't think that offense go undefeated. But I think I think that offense that nineteen seventy two team, I think in today's NFL maybe goes twelve and was twelve and five, thirteen and four, something like that. But I I don't see them going undefeated as it did in seventy two. I just think the game's changed a lot and their offense and all that stuff probably wouldn't be able to keep up as well. Um, but yeah, this is, it's kind of what I expected, you know, um, the, the Seahawks one definitely shocked me a little bit, how wide of a margin that was. But other than that, that seemed to go as expected from, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I would, you know, right there agree with you. I think the only thing that really came as a shock was that Seahawks series. And that's kind of how it was while I was running the simulations is that everything was fairly close. Obviously, you had the Patriots, 2016, 2017 Patriots. And then you had the Seahawks, and just everything was completely flipped. You know, it wasn't close. The offense sucked. Uh, it was a sweep. It really put a big, you know, difference in the overall record. You know, it it, it was interesting to look at these numbers and see how they fare. Um, you know, again, against some of these past Super Bowl champs over the last 10 years. So, um, yeah, you know, I, that's kind of where my thoughts are with this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. So this was a uh, this is a good simulation. You know, we're going to wrap this up here. So stay tuned for part two. You'll learn what part two is whenever the episode comes out. Um, but, yeah, we're excited. You know, um, 
hopefully hopefully you enjoy this because we we certainly enjoy running these simulations and kind of like talking about them so we might try to make this a more recurring thing um now we're not we're not going to promise anything because we've we've done that before with other certain things and we know how that goes but um we'll see what we can do with this thing it's we're excited for it yeah i uh I'm definitely excited for it. Like I mentioned, I'm a numbers guy. I like to look at the statistics. So statistics, creating more statistics is right in my uh, my wheelhouse here of what I like to look at. So very excited to keep this series up. I'm excited to start it here with you, Ethan, 1972 Dolphins, the uh, undefeated champs. Well, they've got to be the only undefeated champs in all of American sports history, right? As far as I know, uh, yeah, didn't a college basketball team never did it, right? Well, maybe I don't think may I. I'm not maybe too college, sure. Maybe a college. No, Georgia's done it before. Well, professional sport wise, professional, professional sport wise. No, no professional apart from them. But um, yeah, I, I say we wrap this one up, and uh, once again, thank you for listening. Yes, for sure. Sober Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Zrak. And we are signing off. Hey guys, Ethan Jer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Double FM Sports. Jer is now going to talk about a partnership we've recently started with Made by Live. Made by Live is a local clothing design brand here in my college town of Morgantown, West Virginia. They make shirts with some of your favorite West Virginia athletes on them for a bargain of a price. Be sure to head over to the Instagram at made.by.com. Live with two V's today. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode and make sure to check Made by Live out.